We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest you. <laughs> Well, welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me, as always, are my fellow hosts, Damien. Yes, from the bowels of hell. <laughs> Daniel. And uh, Ariel, was it? I don't think so. She's not amused by my bull. I'm never amused <laughs> by your bullshit. Uh, and uh, of course, today we have our second running patron chat episode, and we have our oh so wonderful patrons, Kayana Kia and Naked Mango, joining us again. Good morning. Hi. 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 <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> uh, we this is we've recorded these episodes back to back, so everybody knows. So we're already on a high here. <laughs> Got rid of the magic now. We got rid of the magic. Oh, you I'm got sorry. rid of the magic. Ariel can edit the magic back in. You got rid of it. If it's that big of a deal. Oh. So today we are going to talk with our oh so lovely patrons about the first Paul Anderson movie and uh, the Shadows of Rose DLC. So, uh, Ariel, which one should we dive into first? Well, I think we should dive into Shadows of Rose first okay then that's what we'll do we're gonna dive in like rose did oh boy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so thoughts first off we'll just start off with general thoughts start with mango what what are your general thoughts with this dlc um i enjoyed the story and like all the plot points the gameplay made me mad but that was just because I spent a lot of time making uh, myself not useless. I played through like 400 times so I could get all the weapons and all that fun stuff. <laughs> and then Rose comes out and you're just like, hey. Bye. Here's a gun, here's a gun with like two rounds. One's for you. But, um. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't like having, like, I'm just bitter that I had to pretty much start from the beginning. But other than that, it was. I, I like the plot points. I like how they all kind of brought it together to end the story and all that funness. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it, Kia? 16 years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> 16 so years. See, that's the thing. I, I have a problem when DLCs come out and they are massive gap, and I'm like, well, what the hell happened in between? But. It was, it was all right, I guess, for what it was. 
and it's like, but then I, but see, with the way my brain works, it's like, where are you steering this whole series now with all these powers and stuff like that? So yeah, I've, I've got my own things on it, but you know, it is what it is, and it's a decent enough game to play. So with yeah. with all that, what was one thing that positively stood out to you guys? I have no comment. <laughs> I just keep thinking of more things that bugged me, but I did. I by no means didn't like it. Um, I liked how Rose turned out as a person, despite all of everything that had happened. She didn't strike me as like a huge piece of shit or like a whiny little. But my daddy, dad, and my mom's you know stupid. Um, my mom's <laughs> stupid. Uh, so, like, as a care, like, I, I liked her kind of character development. I like what they did with that. Yeah, yeah. It. We'll get to that. That's my next question. I'll, I'll hold my <laughs> tongue. I'll hold my tongue. <clears throat> what do you think, Kia? Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> positive one. What's something positive that stood out to you about this DLC? Fine, okay. I like how they're trying something different. I'll give them that. They, they like... I'm trying to say this in a nice way. <laughs> like, the, the, no, I can't. I can't. I just um, can't. Yeah, no. I, My positive experience was uninstalling the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I could say something like that. And I'm like, how far do you need to remove yourself from... Everything in um Look, I'm looking forward to VR. Is is that is that is that gonna be a thing? VR two? Can I can I say that? Is that a positive <laughs> I'm looking forward to? I guess. <laughs> uh alright, so with all that said, okay. If you could change and this goes to everybody, if you could change one mm-hmm. thing to make the game or the DLC itself better, what do you think you could change to make it better? Uh, going back to my 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 biggest two complaints was having to start over, which I get was, uh, of course, Rose isn't going to jump in with my gigantic arsenal, but that leads into my second complaint, which is that it took about mm, four minutes of gameplay to be like, oh, Michael is her dad. Any form, any any form of trying to hide that would have been nice, which leads back to my first complaint, which is it would have been nice if instead of being like, "Here's a pistol," it could have been like, "Here's access to my arsenal, but you can only choose one weapon because my power is limited," or something like that. You know what I mean? It's a DLC. Bring in what was there before. I I have like 80 hours of gameplay. I I give me my infinite ammo, Chris <laughs> rifle. <laughs> I need my infinite ammo crisp rifle now. <laughs> How do you think about that, Ariel? Do you think that would have made it better? What do I think about weapons would make it better? Yeah, do you think asking? that? Yeah, be, being able to access your previous arsenal. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely would have made the fights a little bit easier. 
Because well, I, I understand that his, that the whole thing was that his power was limited because he was fighting against um, the host. I can't think of what it's called. Um, but um, that's why I said you like like here's here are here's a bunch of weapons. Choose one. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> I uh, I still have a lightsaber. So of course, would have lightsabers by then. I've played that game so much, and I still don't have the lightsaber. I don't know if I'll ever get it. I'm not that good. No, no. It's pretty. Fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty fun. Having a lightsaber would that take the fear element out of it completely? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, nothing can kill me now. <laughs> so, uh, what's one thing you would have changed about the DLC if you could, Kia? Nah, leave it as it is, man. They did what they were trying to do, and you know, I'm I am not a game developer by any means of the word. And look, it sold, so they did a good job. They made money. That's all that matters. Yes, yeah, and, that, and isn't that at the end of the day? what they are aiming for what about you Ariel how did you feel about it and if, was there anything you wanted to change I wish they would have made it its own game okay yeah mm. because like I mean I kind of agree it's DLC is kind of like a continuation there, there wasn't it was its own thing mm-hmm Thank I wish you. they would have made it into its own game. Expand well, I, it out. I could be wrong about this, but in their defense, I th- I want to say they originally wanted to make this its own game. Yeah, it but was. Some, yeah, something had happened, and they kind of made it a DLC instead. So this may have just been what they thought was the best of both worlds. I feel like, because it was supposed to be nine... But I feel like they got excited about a new idea and was, oh, we got to go with this, so let's just make that a DLC. Because we got this new idea that we want to do. Uh, to me, it felt kind of the opposite, where it was like, we really want this to be nine. And then the writers and everybody was like, we can't think of a single fucking thing to do past <laughs> these, like, 45 minutes. Uh, I could I could come up with, like, different ways to make it a full game and its own unique story. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? What are your thoughts? So what do I usually go over when we go over games and movies? More B-O-W's. <laughs> Ariel knew what it I was talking about. It didn't have Rebecca. <laughs> it didn't have Rebecca. That's, that's, that's only in my ranking system, but yes, that, <laughs> that affects the ranking system. <laughs> but no, well, I wouldn't would... Rebecca be like a Nana in this? Uh, I can't. I'm no, she was on, she was only in her teens when I think she, she was like eighteen whenever yeah zero was out. So, so she'd she, be in her like what thirties? Yeah, 40s? I could comfortably say forties. Still well old enough that he'd be right to be a nana, like easily, or even just like a, a fun aunt who happens to know what a shotgun is. Well, yeah. she she would also <laughs> have uh, had running well versed in weaponry. She would also have a run in with the A virus. Because I think the A virus is more present day, and then there would be the time jump for Shadows of Rose from when eight ended earlier to her DLC. So she would have already encountered and been infected once by a virus, and tried to be forced into marriage. 
somewhere. Oh, that was weird as fuck. Oh my god. Weird oh, as fuck. You, I think you've uh, pulled this through. <laughs> so Rebecca, someone has to. <laughs> looking out for. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, more Every, time, Go every time Daniel plays one of these games, he's just like, I don't know, I gotta make a decision. Uh, WWRD, what would Rebecca do? <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca! <laughs> Rebecca! I should just get me a little bracelet that says that now. What's that mean? What would Rebecca do? Who's that? If you don't know, don't ask. <laughs> if I can find a place to make these bracelets, I will sell them on our store. I I have a niece. She could make this bracelet. I was just say, someone could probably <laughs> make it. some beads. I yeah. mean, let's go. I'm wrong. But yeah, more BOWs is mostly what I was concerned about. Like, I know they, they had a path they wanted to do, and it was a shorter game because they either thought of a new idea or they determined that was all that they had for 45 minutes. But still, I, I prefer a variety of BOWs. And no Weeping Angels. That's Doctor Who. Get that out of here. They did super copy Weeping Angels really did. in mannequin form. Really did. I did not like mannequin. Nope. Fuck the I mannequin. I never guessed that from you. <laughs> You nope. ever watch that the because Twilight they Zone episode? Because <sighs> I have never watched that Twilight episode. We're gonna watch that Twilight Zone. No, episode. we're not. <laughs> the mannequin. No, my 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 fear of mannequins is like I don't. I'm not actually scared of mannequins. I will punch a mannequin in the face. I don't care. Like my fear stems from video game mannequins because. I get frustrated that you can't walk up and punch the mannequin in the face. Like, it's not that scary. No, realistically, this is what Aaron's saying. (laughs) He's terrified of them because it scares him. No. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm scared of is heights. (laughs) So what if it was a really tall mannequin? Then, okay, at that point, that's a giant, and that's a different, like... The mannequin has picked you up and is holding you up really high. I... Book of matches. Fix that problem real quick. Well, the mannequin's plastic. <laughs> I feel like a, a Dimitrescu mannequin wouldn't be able to stand. It'd be too top heavy. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be counter with the bottom heavy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. it's counterbalancing. Especially wears the floppy hat, so it's always hey, like. I'm truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> if I overall, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did the other games. Um, Probably because DLC. Because DLC. Uh, no, I didn't. It, it missed the mark for me. That's why I didn't enjoy it as much. I felt very rushed through the entire thing. I felt like a lot of time was spent. I keep saying I don't like the dolls, but another reason I didn't like it is because we spent like half the game in there. Spent half the game into this this one part that really didn't mean much in a village. So why are we spending half the time we have here? I think it was for that creep factor, because a lot of people are terrified of dolls, so I think it was like that scare factor for them. I mean, you gave me the same results when I was Ethan, and I spent literally half the time in there. Mm. And a fetus chased me around. (laughs) Yeah, the puppet stopped being scary when I was chased by a fetus. (laughs) At that point, I was like, if that thing learns how to use an elevator... This whole house is coming down. Fuck out of my way. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's... If I was going to change anything, I think that's what I would change is make it a little bit shorter. Like, you can get the same effect, 
but don't have to spend as much time there, meaning I can also spend more time in another area we didn't even get to explore. I didn't get to explore any of the, as I call it, the sunken city. <laughs> the sunken city. The sunken city. Are we going to Cthulhu now? <laughs> We're going to Cthulhu. It's what it gave me vibes of. I, I mean, oh, there's a lot of other places we could spend a lot more time. And I feel like we wasted so much there. So that's what I would have changed. How about you, Ariel? You got any questions? I think that it was a nice closure for the Winters trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Story-wise, I think it did really good. I, I agree. It felt rushed and everything, but they did close a lot of the big questions. They they brought everything around really nice. Yeah. I I can't say anything about the story. I, I think it was a really good closure point. More POWs. Oh my goodness. More POWs. I want to counter that point and say I don't want more BOWs. I want more thought out BOWs instead of the same, um, the same, uh, the same mechanics, the same boss fights, the same regular fights with different shapes. I want, you know what I mean? Give me, give me some uniqueness. Make me try. That's all I want. I want BOW cats. BOW cats? Mm. Like the zombie dogs. Service. Yeah, because I was like, man, I'd be pretty scared because that thing will be coming at me full scratch. Well, they had a tiger. Yeah, but can you imagine a little group of just small little ones coming for you? Oh, it's so I've, cute. I've played a Plague Tale. Ah! A Plague Tale was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I thought the story did... It had a nice conclusion, but now I'm wondering, like, what happened to Rose afterwards now? Yeah. See, what I'm hoping is that Nine, I'm hoping that the reason they decided to make this a DLC is because what Nine is going to do is either take place in those 16 years or take place post and you can find, like, letters or some form of lore drop that'll answer a lot of those questions. I'd love that. That would be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, I know we proposed the question. You, your question was great, and it made me think of one of my own. I know we proposed a question during our podcast, but what do you think is going to happen to Rose from here? Do you think she's going to become a villain, or do you think she's going to become one of the most powerful weapons the BOW has? Or BOW. BSAA. Got me saying POWs. Thanks, Daniel. You're welcome. What I'm hoping is neither. She oh. just walks away. I'm hoping she just walks away at most at most she occasionally like if she gets attacked or like if Chris gets captured or something she just kind of comes out of the wood I'm hoping she becomes like a secretary or something like that and then if when shit hits the fan she chooses to come out and like do some crazy shit and they're like wow that was crazy Are you joining us She's like nah <laughs> I'm getting some Rebecca you, you know what I mean yeah because she doesn't want to be a weapon she doesn't want to be crazy powerful I don't want her to be the hero because we want her to be the hero. They have made her character want to be normal. Follow it through. I agree. Yeah. It would be awesome, but I also see Capcom 
being like, oh, she wants to be normal, and then some jackass comes along and fucking does something to her to turn her evil so they could use her as a weapon, like Capcom likes to do. So I could see that happening. What's going Joe Valentine. Joe mm-hmm. Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. They did it to him. Yep, in five. This is how Wesker's going to get brought back. Well, I was about to say, I think Wesker would be the only one to be able to do that because she's powerful. So Wesker's the only one who could really like be able to even get close to her to do anything like that. Yep, and he's still alive, so I don't care what anybody says. 100% zero doubts in my mind. <laughs> well, if nobody else has anything, I think this is the perfect time to go to our mid-break. <laughs> Well, here we are in the middle of the show. I'm not even going to ask you what we do here, Ariel, because you're going to tell me you don't know. This is when we thank our patrons. The one time. The one time. But you're right. This is my second day on the job. So. So, It's the same day. It's just been 20 minutes since you asked her last time. Yeah, but I was waiting for Aaron to catch that and he didn't. So Leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's what I do. Leave it alone. Uh, but yes, we have to thank our patrons. Our wonderful patrons, like our VIP patrons, Cerberus91, Chaotic Kia, who's here? Chris Slate, Connor Losco, Donnie Shanks, Everything Res Evil, Naked Mango, who's also here? You can't see me. <laughs> Pocket Comet, The Seven Sins, and William Jackson. And of course, our All Access patrons, Dead Socks, Edward Parks, Jeremy Kelly and Remington Cloutier and our official patrons, Ryan Black and some random guy. I still love that name. Some random guy. Yeah. Some random guy just decided to become a patron. <laughs> uh, so thank you to our patrons. Yes. Thank you, patrons. And thank you, listeners. Because without you, we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't? I know you like talking to like no one, but <laughs> I know. I often find myself talking to the mirror. I'm gonna I be bet honest, you do. If you guys didn't have a single audience member and still asked me to be here, I'd still come to talk about Resident Evil. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> the audience means nothing to me. I just like expressing opinions. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh gosh. Well, uh, speaking of opinions. Daniel, what'd you bring for merch? Not an opinion. <laughs> or did I? Uh, I have opinions about your merch. Do you? What is my merch? I don't know. I need to know your opinion right now, then. It's pretty cool, I guess. It's just a shirt with Daniel's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we get a lot of returns. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to imagine that your dog is actually a Cerberus... And not a living, not going to kill you dog. Then you can buy these Umbrella Corporation Resident Evil collars. Okay. Ooh. What? Uh, Rocky the podcast dog needs one. Yes. So they come in different options. Looks like they range anywhere between seventeen forty nine. There you go, Ariel. To eighteen forty nine. Because some of them, it's just the size, and if they're breakaway or not, some have bells on them, so you might be able to use them for a cat. 
but it says small dog oh, it does say small dog and cat collars and then it's got different color links which then that changes the option as well and they are made by cssj boutique on etsy and i am not for sure the shipping it looks like it ships from the united states so i'm not sure if shipping is included but that is resident evil collars and they have a different size chart on here in case you need to see it. But it is $17.49 at least on Etsy by CSSJ Boutique. But if your dog does turn into a Cerberus creature, don't let us know. Don't let us know. <laughs> if it does, uh, it's your problem, not ours. Yeah. That's my new slogan for Umbrella. If it does, it's your problem, not ours. I'll make a meme of that now. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, Ariel, what'd you bring for us? Not dog and cat collars that I may or may not get for my animals. <laughs> but I read an article, <laughs> much like I always do. And this one comes from Destructoid, and it is titled Dead by Daylight Skins Launched for Resident Evil Stars Jill, Ada, and William Birkin. Yes, I saw this. (laughs) So all you Dead by Daylight fans. The stock and slasher Dead by Daylight is getting set to celebrate the suitably spooky Lunar New Year and will do so via a new limited time event, bringing with it new in-game decorations, a slew of limited cosmetic items, and brand new skins for its Resident Evil heroes Jill Valentine and Ada Wong. So it'll give players the opportunity to bedeck Jill in her battle suit. Perhaps best remembered for its appearance in the RE Revelations series, while Ada takes a trip back in time, her iconic split-legged cocktail dress and heels combo, which the sultry spy wore for her debut appearance in RE2. In addition to these new outfits, a new skin for Killer the Blight will see its see it transform into the warped and tragic visage of Dr. <laughs> William Birkin, the umbrella scientist responsible for the creation of the G-Virus. So, yeah, check that out. I will have the link for this in the show notes i'm so excited to see this because <laughs> it's not fortnite skins, skins. <laughs> uh so uh i brought something today that we kind of talked about last episode uh kia brought something last episode and i was laughing because i brought something similar for this one oh uh, so you can get a, I like to call it a giant paperweight, uh, <laughs> but it is in fact a Resident Evil Four Lords logo, uh, resin ornament. And so, yeah, you can get this, uh, it's basically a giant paperweight <laughs> or a decoration. Uh, you can get this in two different sizes, four by four inch or six by six inch. And the prices vary. And you can get this on redbubble.com and we will have a link in the show notes, but the four by four inch is $28 and 24 cents. Or the six by six is $50 and 82 cents. And it's pretty cool. 
it's basically just the logo set in resin. It's all four houses. It's pretty cool. I like it. I've been trying so hard to stay calm about these weird ass numbers. <laughs> and you're doing a great job. I feel Proud like I'm failing miserably because like 82 cents. <laughs> Why? Why is that a thing? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Expecinage, maybe? No, because we're not we're not like that in America. We don't include our taxes in the price. We sneak those in at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to get one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk uh, about. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. It's like Bruno. Which one? <laughs> the Borat Bruno or the? <laughs> we're done with you. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, that being said, Mango, what crazy bullshit have you brought us today? <laughs> so I brought, I brought two things as oh always. Boy. Oh boy. Um, one I found accidentally looking for, uh, something else. So we'll go with it first. This is a, uh, Resident Evil G organism, um, which there are multiple different kinds uh, all in kind of little bottles, but this one that I specifically have shared is three hundred dollars, and it looks cool as hell. It it's does. just a, it's just a big jar with some eyeballs and some. I don't know. I can't describe it, but it looks cool as hell. That's three hundred even, so I don't have to listen to Ariel anymore. That is such a lovely number. <laughs> My second item, though, is where my life gets fun. Uh, I know, I know how much everybody enjoyed my last thing. So here is something else. If you if you enjoyed my uh, my last liquor concept, it's a collectible statue. It is a collectible statue. It is ninety seven sixty two. Uh, da, 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 da. It is six point five inches. Six. Uh, it's a uh, sixteen centimeters. A replica statue of a liquor. And weirdly enough, on this site, it also has a bubblehead nurse from what appears to be Silent Hill, uh, Nemesis, and Tyrant. Really confused. I could be wrong. Maybe this is for Resident Evil, but it looks an awful lot like the nurse from Silent Hill. That's like definitely yeah, the nurse from Silent Hill. <laughs> the They're all varying prices, but just the liquor is ninety-seven sixty-two. It makes me think the liquor's gonna use that <laughs> gonna use that flashlight. 62 cents. Don't worry, Amazon will make it even before the end. <laughs> that tongue. <laughs> We're still on about that liquor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like I just want to buy that test tube jar thing and just put it in my local high school, hidden on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Should have a little thing that says beside it, it says "Do not touch," but you gotta make it look real yeah. dusty, like it's been Do there a while. Touch. <laughs> that way, then they'd be like, "Uh oh, what is this?" You gotta make everything weird around it, like Frankenstein's labs style. No, it should be the only thing that's weird. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, or it's a mysterious box. Oh my god! So, uh, Mango, bringing bringing it home with the crazy. Gotta keep, keep it real. Gotta keep it real. <laughs> Oops. 
Kia, what do you got for us? Um, well, I will. Actually, this was on our uh, bungled up recording. Um, it is uh, Leon Kennedy, and you can get a clear Redfield one. Uh, metal ingots. They are thirty-two dollars Australian. So again, I don't know the conversions. It is the rookie himself. Leon S. Kennedy arrives on our limited edition metal ingots, featuring a detailed reproduction of this classic character and limited only to 2019 worldwide. This collectible is individually numbered and comes with a display stand within its presentation box. Cool. And I've posted a link to our little chat if you want to have a nosy at it. Oh, it releases Tuesday. There you go. Uh, for the record, one USD is equal to 1.41 AUD. Yep. Huh. <laughs> I just looked at, yep. A whole 14 cents. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do the math, just, you know. <laughs> Gee, that's not far off. Wow. It's not, yeah. Gosh. I want it. Do some shopping soon. You want the ingot? It's got my boy on it. Of course, I want it. <laughs> I think you want the med, uh, med pack or the med spray more. I kind of do want that more. Oh, I yeah. really do want that. Oh my gosh! Really expensive <laughs> thing. Was it like three hundred dollars? No, it wasn't that much. No, I think it was like two hundred. Yeah, I want it. If anybody, if any of our fans get it, you need to take a picture and send it to us. Yeah, because Aaron won't let me buy cool shit. <laughs> if you let him decorate the van, he might. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was gonna circle back to that. I'm the one that drives the van. Yeah, how cool would it be to drive a Resident Evil van? Not when you deck it out like umbrella. <laughs> I drive a Resident Evil car. I'm willing to bet your parking spots would be a lot more clear. I'm saying that I am trying to find blue umbrella decals and stuff. Oh, it is really hard. Yeah. yeah. Although to be fair, uh, regular umbrella has been a thing for like thirty years. Blue umbrella has been around yeah, for. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, with that being said, I think it's time for us to go to the end of our show. Sounds pretty good. But before we go, (laughs) (laughs) gotta talk about our sponsors. Let me rattle this off real quick. Head on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code AlmightyC10, which is A L L Mighty in the letter C10, and save yourself 10% off of dice, dice bags, dice trays, dice towers, all your dice accessories. And they do have different varieties of dice like metal resin plastic wooden gemstone they got big dice and little dice yep they got all of the dice and they're really pretty at a fairly good price and you get to save 10 percent off so i will have the link for that and the promo code in the show notes woot woot well with that being said it really is time to go to the end of the episode Here we are, 
regrettably, at the end of the episode. But happily, we get to talk about um, Mango's future wife, Mila Jovovich. And uh, the first movie that she was in for Resident Evil. What's it called? Resident Evil. Okay, let's make sure. (laughs) Uh, So, who wants to start us off with this one? Because I know we're all... (laughs) Say, I know we're all eager. Mango, right in. Fantastic movie. Done. Don't ten talk shit. Ten out of ten. We'll watch again. I've got. I, I, I could look it up. I could be watching it right now, honestly. <laughs> He's watching it right now while we record this. I do have Plex open. <laughs> God. Uh, no. Uh, so, thoughts. Thoughts. How do we feel about this one? All all jokes aside, I do genuinely love the Resident Evil movies. The longer they go on, the cheesier they get, but I still... I I, I do genuinely like them. They really do get cheesier. (laughs) Kind of. I know Ariel likes at least one of them. Honestly. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) (sighs) That Leon doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> He's not fake. He's not fake. <laughs> He's three D. I can't love him. <laughs> oh. No, I, I, a lot of people. I, I hear a lot of people complain about how the fact that it's basically its own story, but it has been. They've been like the creators of the movies have been very open that yeah. this is an pretty much an alternate reality. Um, in which case they do a phenomenal job of sticking almost parallel to the original story. They do a really good job of bringing everything together while also being like, but also there's this female almost anti-Wesker. I like the Resident Evil movies. I do too. I have to say that's one of my biggest compliments for the series. Day one, they came out and said, yeah, no, this isn't what you think it's going to be. It's its own thing. Don't get too excited. Like day one, and they did it. They did a good job. They did. The, mm-hmm. the, only, the yeah. only reason it keeps the only reason they, the only reason they keep getting cheesier is because they're suffering from um um what's the movie with the monkeys? Crap. Or uh, Planet, Planet of the, of the Apes. Apes. Planet of the Apes syndrome, where they're like, we want to make another one, but we only got half the budget. So, <laughs> and it just keeps getting like like, but. I know we're supposed to just be talking about the first movie, but (laughs) in regards to the first movie, I think it was a phenomenal uh, intro to the USBS. I want to say it was the the UCBS. I think it was the UCBS. Was it UCBS Mm -hmm. or the other one? I think it was UCBS, wasn't it? Um, it, They did a really good job of that. They did a, a great job of introducing Umbrella Corps and the whole... Uh, uh, essentially, what the, they put a really good—it was a really good baseline for what the world of Resident Evil is. They—it they, was—it was the entire movie was a tutorial into the Resident Evil verse. Yeah, and it was a really cool, even if it's not canon, because we know it's parallel and similar. It's really cool to see kind of what happened that caused the outbreak in a different light. Yeah, some dickhead. 
<laughs> Corporate greed. Corporate greed. greed. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say greedy, man. Sub dickhead. Uh, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna ask this one to Ariel. Favorite death scene in this first movie? I'm going to start off with you this time. Favorite death scene? Mm-hmm. The lasers. Okay. Basic. That's what everybody <laughs> wants to say. Basic. Basic. No, I like... Okay, so I loved the guy, but the whole like, oh, now we're going to be this freaking weird ass grid and then and then he just falls to pieces. I will say that that scene watching his eye drip before the rest of him falls apart was insane. Mm-hmm. You could if, if you go back and watch the movie, it zooms into his eye where his eye gets cut. You can literally see a little bit of goo come and then the lines appear and then he uh, chunks yeah. out. Yep. All right, Daniel, what was your favorite death scene in the first one? I don't classify his favorite. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's is no Rebecca. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. Um, well, we don't have to choose an actual character character, right? No. So be the liquor. Your favorite death scene was the liquor. Yeah, caught it on fire after Nanit's tail, or its tail, its tongue got cut off. Its tail got cut off. Way to go. I know. Yeah, that would be one of my favorites, I would say. Because it certainly wouldn't be the woman in the elevator. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. No, wait, uh, I could, hey, I could cover a bunch of characters. It's the elevator that fell first. <laughs> Damn. Ta-da. All right, Kia. Favorite death scene? See, now it's a toss-up between the laser grid and that elevator. <laughs> no, because the elevator you didn't actually see the actual decapitation, so you left it in your imagination, which is good. I like when movies do that. But yeah, the grid thing when you thought, oh yeah, he's oh he got it. What the man like avoided everything, and then it's like, nah, man, you're done. Nothing. <laughs> uh, no escape. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, this this leaves Mango. Mango, what is your favorite? I knew it. I knew uh, it. <laughs> uh, I've to 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 being honest. Um, my go to is the laser because when that oh, that's everyone's go to because it was just a really cool scene to watch. But if I'm being completely honest, I I honestly think that my favorite death scene was I think his name was JD. Um, that was when they when all the zombies first came out. And they're trying to punch the code into the door. And he's like, all right, come on this way. And like the door's open and there's the surge of zombies grab him and drag him back. Yeah. For being a zombie movie, that was the that was the best death. Because it was just instantly gone. There was nothing you could do. Just dozens of zombies hoarding in on him, just tearing him to pieces right from the get. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It was the go to. So. I'm going to add to that. Right. You got to remember before it's time. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like The laser grid, I found like, man, no one had ever seen anything like that. And we're like, what the hell was that? 
no one expects. Because how old's the movie now? Oh, no, wait. So that's still my favorite death because it's a zombie movie. For a mm. Resident Evil movie, the best death was the Red Queen. You're all going to die down here? No. <laughs> that was... That got everybody. Chills to everybody. You're all going to uh, die down here. Hit the button gun. Yep. Done. See ya. Oh, God. And they all died down there. And they all well, died down there. Minus except for two. Alice and yeah. yeah, two of them lived. Sort of. The two that didn't even start out in the hole. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I actually, I think, uh, what was it? Matt's sister's death was my favorite. The first death or the second death? <laughs> the second yeah, yeah. death. Second death with the paperweight. <laughs> the Alice in Wonderland themed paperweight, to be precise. It would have been more ironic if the paperweight actually said, like, world's greatest sister. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, you know? Uh, I truly had a deep appreciation for that dusting because it was just oh my god just creeping up behind him and then all of a sudden boom paperweight to the back of the head (laughs) fucking job done Uh, Mm. and that was still at the point where Alice didn't have her memory so she just chose to be a badass because that's who she is it's instinctual instinctual badass oh my god was it? Was it this or the second movie that you got the introduction introduction to dogs? No, I think it was this one. It was this one. Never, it, yeah, because she still didn't have her memory, but she's like doing flips and shit in the air and like j- diving through broken glass and still no. killed like three Rottweilers. And she's like, "I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a stay at home mom, you know. <laughs> I just live in a giant mansion apparently by myself. <laughs> I have a fake she's husband. She's a pick to one of the dogs." Yes. Oh yeah. She, no, shit out of she like broke it with her, like broke the dog's neck and shit. Like, yeah, that was my second favorite death scene. Actually, was the zombie dog fight. Just the whole fucking thing. Well, and you had the yeah, dog, really good. the dog keeper. Yeah, that was her stunt man. Her stunt man. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. So <sighs> we've talked about most iconic death in your eyes. Let's talk about the. What was your favorite moment in the movie? We already know what Daniels is going to be. What? We're all going to die down here. I mean, I do use it as a soundbite on, on Twitch. So, such a good scene, though. I'm a big fan of uh, when the like when the movie first opens up. No. Um, Thank you. Yeah, from from right about then to right about when you see the credits. Yeah, see that. Remember, Aaron, that's not my favorite scene. Remember, I even mentioned to you my favorite scene was the pan out because of the, the theme playing uh, and the pan out of all the destruction. That's actually my favorite scene. Red Queen. That was second. That was actually a really good scene for Resident Evil fans, the end there, because it, you even got to see the Raccoon City news and everything. And everybody's like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, back before, of course. You know what I mean? I still do that. I just just loved it when you just saw him just throw the virus. Just see ya. You're more than welcome to cut this out, but my favorite scene was when Alice wakes up because you can see uh, one of her boobs. (laughs) 
Oh, God. I don't think we'll cut that out. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Like, like I said, I am 100% confident she listens to this. And I am willing to be... Uh, uh, I'll be a sugar baby. I'll be your mistress. I don't care. Mila, hit me up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. What was well, your favorite? <laughs> We don't hear back from Mango. We know what happened. I'm living in Hollywood. You'll see me on the cover of some magazine. Like, look at Mila's new gardener. I'm both weakening at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What was your favorite scene, Ariel? Mine. I like the the ending scene. But I also liked when and the train at the end with Rain. Mm. When she like gets back up and is like, I'm gonna do my little neck popping thing and then I'm gonna try to eat your face off. <laughs> I liked that scene. I was sad that she freaking died, but that whole I'm still a badass even in zombie form, I liked it. Kia, what was your favorite scene? Um. Oh, you have to earn your meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I love that. Meal. I was just like, you thought, that, oh, we built a straight jump. Yeah, oh, okay. And it's like, no, you have to earn your meal. Is that when she's dripping the blood? Yeah. No, I thought that was when. Uh, no, it's JD. Or not JD. You only had the one bullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. It's the guy like Kaplan. Kaplan. Yeah, Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. You're going to My favorite character meal. from that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, you know what? I'll be exactly the same. Fuck it. <laughs> I keep thinking of more cool scenes, but they're all with Mila, and they're all going to have a, the same theme, so. <laughs> <laughs> Her waking up. Uh, in the shower. <laughs> My favorite scene is the axe to the window when the tiny piece of glass pops out. Yeah. That was really cool. Now you know you're fucked. <laughs> well, see, here's, yeah, I, thought, oh, dude, I am so yeah. glad you brought that up because I remember the first time I watched that movie was when it first came out, which I think was in like 2002 or some shit. I was mm-hmm. like six years old. Um, and even as a kid, my first thought was, okay, you can't break the glass down. So either A, make as many holes as you can, as close to the bottom as you can to at least buy yourself time, or B, Make a circle of tiny holes to weaken the glass to knock out a big hole. Don't stand there and bitch. Like, (laughs) it's not a complicated process. You clearly have time. Sprinklers are filling this giant room. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why he didn't continue. Because if he did damage once, he could surely do it again. Well, the worst part is, is when they go in there the second time around, it's not even full of water. Well, that's because... Well, that, that made sense to me because... Once they were dead, well, first off, once they were dead, um, the Red Queen could just shut off the water. And two, it had that little hole, and it had been uh, yeah. at least 12 to 16 hours. So it had been, you know what I mean? True. Mm-hmm. And see, it'd be different if he would have d- struck it and the axe broke. Then you're like, okay, he's done. He yeah, can, no, he you, just, you can he just play now. He's like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Crack. Oh, I guess we're fucked now. 
I'm not lacerate. Your survival, your survival, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How much you want to survive is clearly, like, super fucking low. <laughs> Will to survive. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so, Ariel, do you have any questions? Yeah. Let's go. Can I get some food? <laughs> you said questions. Star. I have to work for my meal? Fuck. Yeah, I have to work for your meal? Fuck. Fuck. Damn it. If you can get Mango a date with Mila Jovovich, you can eat. I feel like that would be as like just as easy as me getting a date with Leon. So sorry about you. Sorry. Well, since the only actor who's ever portrayed him, you were like, "Ooh, gross!" No real person. <laughs> he didn't look like Leon to I me. Bet, I bet. I, I I confidently think that if I met Matthew Mercer, I could get you a date with with the voice of Leon. <laughs> 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 Matthew Mercer, who I also know watches the show. Uh, hit me up. <laughs> if he watches this show and doesn't watch Fumbling 4, I'm going to be real mad. If <laughs> I critiques us. Critiques us. Terrible, terrible, Jimmy. Oh, gosh. You have a cat Jimmy for you? Mow? <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, is there anything else anybody wants to bring up? Overall, I thought it was a great movie. I did. Ten out of ten would watch it again. again. <laughs> I was waiting for Mango to do that. Ten out of ten would watch again. Oh, and saying that number two, there's this second one. What is it? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. That one, hands down, that one was like the best. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to dive into Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We're have, going to I, do another patron chat about that one. That's good, because I have grievances with Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Stars? Uh, well, I guess, since there's nothing else, I guess this is the part where we say goodbye and call it the end of the episode. I like how both of you looked at me like I was just going to change anything on that. <laughs> Well, um, I know Kia doesn't have much going on at the moment, but Mango, you do. Uh, yeah, I recently started streaming primarily for people who like want to play a game, but don't know if they want to spend money for it. If I have it, I'll play it. Or people who just don't have time to game. Uh, I just do like a super basic stream. It's essentially you just watching me play a game. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Naked Mango 33 on uh, Twitch. I mean, if you want to hang out with Kia, you can always hang out in the Discord with Kia, I'm sure. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> uh, um, no, give me six months. I'm going to try to put something together. Yes, let's go. When you do, let yeah. me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the um, how to uh, stream and game while maintaining six children. YouTube series. Well, it's just See, nothing but YouTube. Mario Kart with all of his. Oh yeah, and it'll be like and I'll be acting like someone who has Tourette's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Don't well, c- <laughs> what? Don't pull the cord. Mm. <laughs> there goes my stream. Yeah. Uh. Well, Daniel, I know you stream. Are you sure? I'm positive. It's not a different Daniel. It's not a different Daniel. Ironically, my stream is 
uh, at Twitch slash fumbling for Daniel. I think it's slash. That's how I do Twitter. So you can also find me on there. I generally stream Monday and Thursdays around 7 p.m. Central Time. Currently been playing Skyrim on Mondays and Shadow of the Tomb Raider on Thursdays. And then when Ariel stream or Ariel. Yep. When Ariel streams. When she ever streams. <laughs> no, when Aaron ever streams. Uh, if it's a game I want to play, I generally will either play with him on his streams or I will stream as well those nights when he plays. But he can tell you what his information is on that. And we have the Knights of Darkness podcast season two will be coming up with that being through our Call of Cthulhu Patreon. So if you want to listen to season two, which will be World of the Apocalypse, you can join Patreon for Call of Cthulhu. Woo-woo! So, uh, yeah, piggybacking off of Daniel, I stream every Wednesday at 8 p.m., 8.30 sometimes. Uh, Central Time, and then I stream again on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Uh, we pretty much just pick a random game and fuck around the whole time. <laughs> Come on, phasmophobia. We just screw around. We have fun. Yeah. We just screw around, have fun, chat with fans, hang out. Uh, i looking for more options and more things to do so we can actually play with the fans because uh, I want to get more involved with hanging out with everybody. It's fun. Everybody's got awesome stories and everybody's awesome and hanging out with these two has been awesome and it's just awesome. <laughs> Say awesome one Everything more time. Everything is awesome. Hey, thanks. Cool. When you're, yep, yep, copyright. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 copyright. Oh. But yeah, so that's everything we got going. So, I'm boring got, as fuck. That's not true. You do a ton of stuff behind the scenes. You're the best. Without you, this none of these shows would be possible. None of the Fumbling Four shows would be possible without you. I think Ariel deserves like the biggest golden star we can get her. Oh, or some food. I think I earned my meal at this point. <laughs> All right. So Ariel does running gag, huh? It is. <laughs> so Ariel doesn't chew my arm off and become the next uh, T virus outbreak. I become the next T virus <laughs> outbreak. <laughs> Patient zero. Patient zero. Uh, thank you all for listening. And thank you to Mango and Kia for joining us again. Welcome, Wonderful. Kia. Lovely to have you. I love you guys. <laughs> Mucho love. Uh, but until next time, thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye there. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, Tell a friend. Leave a comment and a review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger. <laughs> <laughs>